Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the Hadit.com radio show. Hadit.com radio is an in-depth look at all things VA. If you need help with the VA, log on to Hadit.com. Now, here's your host, Gerald Cook. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, on this 21st day of September 2017. Uh, today we're here with our co-host Jay Basser, and Mr. James Cripps and uh, Ray Cobb are going to be our guest speakers today. Uh, well, we got Ray. Unless we no got run over by a train. Uh, uh, James, you in there? No, you got me here. This is Ray. Oh, well, I got Ray. I'm pretty close. <laughs> You're pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Well, James, yeah, how are you doing? i tell you what. You kind of scared us this week, man. You shouldn't well, do that. Yeah, well, I run out of blood, Ray. I, I went up there. Uh, they gave me some wildcat blood, but... I guess I'm doing all right. Other, than I like eating, eating mice and climbing trees. <laughs> uh, I gotta go back to see this here blood doctor, and uh, she's gonna give me the the goings over. I guess. Said she'll figure out what's going on. Well, I think it's pretty well, simple. Either you got blood or you don't. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you had not got any, they need to give you some, huh? Well, yeah, if you ain't got enough, <laughs> they better give you something. <laughs> uh, Ray, the last, the last two months have just about taken a toll on the radio show cast. We just about, <laughs> put, just about put us in the ground, buddy, both of us. <laughs> Oh, yeah, boy, oh, I'm John there. <laughs> he went in to lose some weight. I like to kill him. Oh, <laughs> man. Yeah. I had to, yeah, I had well, to, I'm I glad had you both are back on. I'm glad it's on. It's a good show, and I think it, it helps a lot of veterans when they're listening in, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. I had yeah, to sleep for and blew a hole in my stomach. Oh, my goodness. And... And got septic, oh. almost died. Had to have three surgeries to clear up. So, whoa, uh, I'm better now. It's not leaking, so. I'm, are you I'm on? Are you on recovery now, then, huh? Yeah, I got the last two about yesterday, and uh, I'm. Uh, they did a, a upper GI yesterday. It's not leaking, so I'm ready to go. I mean, I'm down almost fifty pounds, and I'm ready to go. Wow, that's that's. Uh... I'm glad you're down 50 pounds, but I'm not for sure. I would want to get down 50 pounds that way. I could use to lose 50 pounds myself. That, that's a pretty rough way to tell, go. I want to tell you, I want yeah. to tell you something. If, you, if you're eligible for Medicare, 
and you can get a Medicare supplement, uh, I urge every veteran that's eligible for Part A and Part B to get it and get a supplement plan because you don't need to rely on the VA if something like that happens. You need to be, you need the best medical care you can get. There's a lot of experts you know in your area because I'm sure you'd have to go to Nashville when you rape or something serious. Well, I go to Nashville. They got me going to Nashville for everything. I I, I got to yeah. say I have a good primary care doctor. Uh, she doesn't try to be uh, one of these superstars. So every time yeah. with my diabetes or anything that gets any looks like it's getting a little bit out of hand, she sends me to Nashville. And then, uh, I go and when I go to Nashville, of course, I have uh, Vanderbilt doctors. That the VA has a contract with Vanderbilt. Yeah, that, that's, and Vanderbilt furnishes doctors right? at that clinic. Pardon? That's like Lexington University of Kentucky. That's like Lexington and VA is part of the University of Kentucky Medical School. And Vanderbilt's paid yeah. the same thing as a training teaching hospital. You see a lot of good eyes. They will tell you something about your diabetes. Yeah. I was on I was on two thousand milligrams a day of metformin on the first day of August. And I was taking eighty units of uh, Noble in, in the morning and seventy in the afternoon. Well now I am on zero milligrams of metformin. And right now, as the way it looks, my blood sugars are averaging about 104 to 105, and they're going down. Well, that's great. Is that because of the weight you lost, or? That's because of surgery, the weight loss, yeah. And you still got to watch what you eat. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a big thing. You you, you get off that metformin and off that medication for diabetes, you're doing something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's only, that's my only problem sure. is I've had to cut four holes in my belt, and I'm gonna, I ain't got a pair of pants in the house I can wear. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it'd be worth going to shopping then. Yeah, I, I we're gonna have a big yard sale for a Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, you that'd need to wear them moo-moos. <laughs> Just wear, just wear a moo moo. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I think I practice karate. Hit one of those shoots now. I wonder what got into James. Well, I'm not sure. The last, uh, I, I don't. He had planned on calling in. He and I talked yesterday, and we were kind of going over each other's notes and wasn't sure what you guys wanted to discuss tonight. Of course, uh, James, since he was on the last time, had received his R1. And uh, it's quite a story about how he get how, what he had to go through to get the R1. So I don't want to right? kind of spill the beans on that. That's something he could tell because it, it lets you know not to give up. He, he figured out what they wanted and uh, took him about six months. But he got it all taken care of, and, and he's now on R1. And for those of you that don't know, R1 is a level of aid and attendance that's above standard. But it makes a big deal in your monthly income. It increases your monthly income over $3,000. So it's really... Was it like like $6,000, almost $7,000 a month? It it takes you up to a little little higher than $7,000 a month, about $700,245. So it's it's a big boost. And... uh, you know, you need if if you if you need it, if you're entitled to it, go get it. Uh, you know, regardless, they they don't like giving it out. I can tell you that. So you better look no, up no, and understand the, the regulations and 
And what you you know, you have to have the loss of two. You have to have two loss of use of both. One and arm, uh, you know, you're well that, that that's a K, but that would two Ks would yeah. equal an L. So yes, you could do it that yeah. way for one of the L's. Your yeah. other way L has to come from something like um chronic heart aid failure, uh aid and attendance, standard aid and attendance is an L. That's the way I got mine. I got, I had standard had standard aid and attendance and then I had two K's for loss of use of both foot. You think you think paralyzed lungs would work? You think if the lungs are paralyzed, I, you think that'd work? I think it should. I mean, who knows? You know, hmm. the way they say it, then what they do and what they judge is is kind of different and interesting. It's how you write it up. Uh, yeah. we, James and I were helping one veteran here who also had loss of two uses, but his primary yeah. care doctor had written up his aid and attendance based on his neuropathy in his feet. So when they gave him the L for the loss of use of two, that got him that adaptive housing grant of, uh, I think it's up to 81,000 or goes up to 81,000 and something this next month. But uh, it took, they, they took his uh, aid and attendance away because his aid and attendance has written on, his feet. So now he's got to yeah. go back and look and see if there's another condition that he has that can get aid and attendance, and he really has two. He has a heart problem that he has 60% rating on, and he has yeah. PTSD. So the combination between, and he's 100% on his PTSD. So if he rides yeah. up and does an appeal and the doctor goes along with him, to find a claim for aid and attendance based on his PTSD and his medication he has to take and the restrictions on his movement because of his heart, then he stands, a, I would say, a 75% chance of getting that. And when he gets that, that will give him the two L's and move him to the O and would uh, raise him up to the next level. It says the next level. It doesn't say what it is. So his next level yeah. would be R1. But we're looking at probably uh, six months maybe. Uh, he has done mm-hmm. uh, asked for the reconsideration, and he's already been to his primary care doctor to get the new um, aid and attendance form. So if he can get that, pull that off, then he'll he'll probably move it on, and that's go take him from like $4,250 to somewhere around uh, – Seven thousand and right at three hundred. So to seven thousand eighty five, I think it's a big lick, and it's worth fighting for. It's mm-hmm. worth if if you've got the conditions that, that you need or that that can qualify, it's definitely worth you know going after it and, sit down and, and fighting for it. I'm about to sit down, sit down with you guys over the phone and talk to y'all then. Well, I, I know both of us are always available. I yeah. think I got two appointments with two veterans next week uh, talking about some of their new claims and some that have been rejected. So we're going to look at what their conditions are and what they may be entitled to. And and uh, depending on what we find, we'll turn in and try to get them a little more benefits. Um, one of them, I think, has only got 20% disability and, and the other has 40 And so we're going to look and 
see what else may be there, and if we can get that raised up, maybe try to get them up to around 90%. That's that's our goal. So we just have to see what the, what the, what's going on. I might have a loss of use on my left arm too. I got to figure that out. Uh, got to figure that out. Uh, what was the, the what what caused the loss of use? Uh, neurological uh, C spine injury. Okay. Okay. And it, I can't raise that, I can't raise it up. Um, Uh, that C-spine injury, it messed me up, man. It paralyzed my diaphragm. And it screwed my left arm up big time. I, mean, I can't even raise it up halfway to my shoulder right now. Well, that that is definitely a, a disability there. I mean, there should be. Yeah. Uh, it's starting to connect right now. I think it's like 30% just for the arm. But, you know, they don't give you much for your arms. Especially being a minor arm, you know, they want your major arm to be the most. Well, now, if you've lost the use of the of the nerves, um, yeah, then it depends on how much you've lost. My first recommendation to you would be to go to occupational therapy and let them test you and see how much you've lost in the how much of a loss you have and write that up. Uh, And that, and then once if you get it written up that. If they say that you can no longer use the arm because of a certain nerve damage, whether or not it's a neurologist that does it or whether or not it's the uh, occupational therapy, or I would recommend get both of them involved, then that's going to uh, really make it a whole lot easier to win in your case. Now, would you do that outside the VA or inside the VA? Either one. Either one. Uh, What I usually do is I... I have the VA, I have the the VA doctor give his opinion, and if the opinion's in your favor, then I go to an outside doctor and have him to write a letter agreeing with the VA doctor. Now, if you're going to go straight to an outside yeah. doctor, then I would go that route. But then after you get the first doctor, I would at least get one more, if not two more. Um, yeah, and then uh, with. You know, they have to accept an outside doctor the same that they have to accept a VA doctor. And do you do that and file a fully developed claim and put it all together? Is that how you do it? As long as you get it all together and it's fully developed, you sure can. Uh, you got to make sure that what. Um, we have done that. James and I both have done that. Matter of fact, sometimes we, uh, I've have some of his guys. I have a, a good, a real good podiatrist down here in Surgeon that is willing to write mm-hmm. letters for veterans. So he's had a couple of his guys from Ashland City, Tennessee, which is about an hour and a half, two hours away, really, but closer to two hours, drive down to see he's that the, doctor when they Nashville. come. Uh, he lives west of Nashville, and we are east. We're yeah. southeast. We're between uh, yeah, right between halfway between Chattanooga and a little south of Murfreesboro, south uh, southeast of okay. Murfreesboro, and uh, a little town. Uh, well, that's a little further over there, but yeah, I'm, I'm only about oh, may, maybe an hour and fifteen minutes from there. You've been to Boaz, Alabama. I sure have. You've been down. Been to Boaz my mom, a couple my mom of times. Lives in, and, my mom lives in Boaz. Oh, really? Okay. Well, that's not far from us at all. That's just kind of yeah. over the mountain. Uh, uh, yeah. 
We're on the we're on the Boy, west side of the mountain. Bill. She's on the east side. Okay, and I ride with that. <laughs> it's a big hill, there's a little camp. There's okay. a little campground down there, um, close to to Gunnersville State Park. That's yeah. called uh, what's Mountain View. It's called Mountain View, and and uh, we're members of that campground area, and we go down there and, and camp a lot. Uh, and so when we do, there's a little restaurant there. Uh, you probably heard of it called Top of the River. Yeah. It's a great place to eat catfish and shrimp. So if <laughs> they got a great all-you-can-eat catfish and shrimp so right Mountain there View, on the river overlooking the lake. Yep. Is it like an encore resort or yeah. members only or what? Yeah, the campground is. The campground's a member-only resort. It's close. It's about okay. seven or eight miles from the state park. And they got a beautiful state park with campgrounds there. Uh, yeah. That, that you see the tornado went really, through really, really nice. I did. It, it took yeah, part tornado. of their hotel yeah. roof off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We were down there too. just a week or two. It, we were we were down there just a week or two after the tornado hit. Uh, we at that time we were our camper down at uh, out at the lake, and it actually uh, it missed us. Thank goodness. But uh, yeah, and you used to keep, you keep your camper. I did. Do you I keep did. your camper I used to keep my camper down there. I, yeah, I moved it up yeah. to uh, to the Smokies. Now I'm up in a little place in Townsend, uh, kind of up you? in the mountains. And where do you so, stay in the Where do you stay in the Smokies? We stay in a little town, town called uh, Big Meadow Campground. Um, Big Meadow. It's uh yeah, it's a little town called Townsend. It's right at uh-huh. almost at the entrance to uh, Pigeon. I mean to uh, Case Cove, which is Case a beautiful Cove. area. Okay. That, that little yeah, that little area is full of bears and elk. I mean bears and uh, white deer. Is that on Cherokee? Is that on Cherokee? Uh, no, it's on it's on the uh, west side of the mountains. Cherokee's over on the east side. Next, okay. Yeah, this, this Case Cove you, is you're south. You're closer to Douglas. Yeah. Closer, okay. Yeah. Uh, Danger, Jerry. We're up there, just. Yeah. <laughs> so it, okay. You know, it's a, I'm it's trying a to great put this place together. I, I, I used to stay at Barracool Village. That's where you used to stay at down there. That's a pretty awesome place. It is. Uh, we were there. We went through there uh, just a little bit. We were thinking about going over there for the eclipse because, I mean, the eclipse was full right above them. But in Townsend, uh, we got we had the eclipse for I think it was a minute and fifty or fifty five seconds, and they had it for two minutes and forty seconds. So uh, you know the full eclipse. So uh, wasn't that much? I want to forget about that. You know where I you know where I was at during the eclipse. Uh, I'm assuming you might have been in the hospital. I was in the operating room, brother, number three. Oh <laughs> me. Oh, yeah. My wife said it was nice. <laughs> it was pretty neat. I, I, of course, I spent my time in the military as a photographer. That's what I did after I got out for all those years. And you did, didn't you? Didn't you get a new lens out of VA? I did. I did. And that's why I, how's, I photographed how's the eclipse with it, and it worked great. You know, um, my uh, wife's got a Nikon. I'm the VA, is, she has Nikon? 
Yes, you got to knock her on the shot. I need to get her a good a good lens. Like I might just uh, I might get the VA to get me one of them too. That's a hobby, you know. Yeah, well, hey, well, that's we take, if take it's a hobby. We we take the. We take the boat out. We go, you know, we photograph it, bald eagles and everything. We get up on Kentucky Lake well, and run, uh, catch them nesting. And... Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's a, a lot of fun to do that type of thing. I really, I enjoy yeah. doing. Uh, we used to we just cruise around that. the lake and just feed. We cruise around the lake, and take yeah. pictures. We, we we try to find these. We try to find the rattlesnakes and the copperheads crossing the lake. And the deer crossing the lake, we we take pictures of that like that, you know, close to them. Yeah, that's pretty wild. All the outdoor stuff. It is. I I enjoy doing outdoor photography. I get to do it now, basically, you know, as I enjoy it, and and that's kind of, you know, kind of the I don't I don't really do anything anymore for uh, to earn money or anything like that. Um, so you know, I kind of just. Uh, do it, do it just for the fun of it. That's good. That's good. Now, you guys have got a pretty good thing with the United States Veterans Alliance. I mean, that's the thing's taking off pretty good. And uh, what you guys do, I mean, that's kind of ex- explaining to the folks. You guys do a lot of stuff because you guys understand the regulations in the you know the Title Thirty Eight Part Three and Part Four, and also you understand the M Twenty One. And basically, you guys use that as a guide to help your veterans. And that, that's something that people ought to realize. You know, if you know what's wrong with you, you can understand the regulations that pertains to your claim. It's a big help because you mm-hmm. know, once you put it in writing that way, you know the VA really can't deny it. That's true. That, that's, that's exactly true, and that's exactly what we do. Um, I, I guess if I took someone no. like this gentleman today, I'm going to meet with next no. Tuesday morning. And I was telling him, I said, before I meet with you, I want you to go in and to first determine what your, tell me what your condition is. And he told me, I said, okay, I want mm-hmm. you to go into va.gov, and I want you to ask, look up, I want you to look up the rating codes. Just type in rating mm-hmm. codes. And then after you type in rating codes, and you go to that page, type in what your condition or what your, the, the disability you have. And I said, now that's going yep. to come up, and there may be five or six things there, and you need to read them, because and, and right now he has a 10% disability with it. And I said, you need to read it and, and determine where you fit. Uh, if the one that yep. you read says it should be 40%, then that's what we're going to go after, and you not got to be able to tell them how your condition has Worsened, and how you now meet the criteria that's in that forty percent disability. Uh, in other words, if have you, you read forty percent of the twenty percent, and and you say, well, that's not really me. Well, then don't apply for it because you're not going to get it. Because the doctor, you, you're no. not going to be able to say you have that condition. The doctor is not going to say you got that condition. Uh, and yeah, and that's that's yeah, the key yeah. to it right there. Don't you know? You, you there's no need going after something that you don't have. That's um, true. You got to be you got to be honest. You know that's you got to be honest lie, with it. And 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 James and I run into guys all the time that are not honest with us. And uh, um, the other thing you have to do is after you file your claim. 
If they send you a letter requesting something else with a form to fill out or whatever, please do that and do it as soon as possible. Uh, I'm working with a gentleman. I'm taking him to Nashville Wednesday morning back to the region because they sent him a letter. The letter had a lot of the same questions on another form that he filled out when he turned it in. He said, oh, they're just fishing or delaying. Uh, They don't really need this. And why did that put it in the trash can? Well, guess what? They denied his claim. So he told me about it, and, of course, I very politely in my own polite way, uh, which some people thought it might not take it so polite, basically asked him what in the H did he think he was doing throwing that paper away when they said they need it for his claim. I said, it doesn't matter whether or not a lot of the questions are still the same. They said that they're not going to make a decision till they get that form. So why did you just throw it up? Well, I didn't think they needed it. I said, that's not your job to think. Well, that's kind of rough on him. But, you know, in this particular case with this particular individual, I'd helped him build his claim. I'd looked up to find a lung doctor. He has COPD. I had to look up and found some lung doctors that were willing to examine him and agree that he had COPD because of his exposure to asbestos, which there is a test that really? they can do. It's kind of expensive. goes along with what you were really? saying uh, earlier. He did have uh, Part A and Part B on his uh, Medicare, so he did go and got that uh, test uh, done up uh, uh, right so that the doctors were able to identify, and that was turned yeah. in. He had all the medical reference. But uh, now, in this particular case, he, they, they tried to slip him up, and he fell for it. And now we're going to go vet? down and ask for reconsideration and turn that form in. Um, Is he a Navy vet? And, I, uh, you know, I think he probably will eventually win it. But all he did was throw a six-month-to-a-year delay in it because he didn't fill out that form when they asked him to fill out the form. Hmm. Okay. Is he a Navy vet? Uh, no, he's Air Force. He was uh, in uh, construction, and he was down around okay. the Pensacola area, which is where I am tonight. And uh, uh, he actually, I'm down in Milton, Florida. Yeah, I'm down in Milton, Florida. Well, okay. We came down. We're going to spend the weekend down here, and uh, um, okay. probably go down to Pensacola Beach and and uh, do some things like that. May even ride over and go through the museum at the. Uh, Navy Air Station over there. Um, haven't been over there and That's seen that little, yet. Yeah. Oh, get over there, man. It's beautiful. I, I'm going to try to. Tell you what else you do. When you go to the Naval Air Station, Yeah. when you go to the museum, don't turn in the museum. Go down the road toward the lighthouse. You can see yeah. it's about from the museum. Cut through there, and there's that campground, Blue Angles Campground. That's well, I have, I, yeah, I've been there. Matter of fact, I thought about putting a camper down there for a while. But if a hurricane comes yeah. in, you never can get down here to get it out. So I probably would lose my camper. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they, there's uh-huh. a real nice campground there. And for any of you that, you know, uh, are military retired or disabled, you can stay at those yeah. military campgrounds. And uh, they're very inexpensive. They run now. anywhere from how much? Twenty-three bucks a night. I think so. I think Blue most of them are under twenty-five. Yeah, it's nice. 
Yeah, but that's yeah. nice. And so, you know, we, you just. We, down there, we were down there in June, man. We, the Blue Angels flew right over top of us. I've got pictures of them. you got to watch them practice. Ah. Well, that's, awesome. that, that's something we did it across from the White House over there at Fort Pickens. Mm-hmm. What I did the last time when uh, we were going to watch them on, I think it was Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning. I went out there and went mm-hmm. fishing and sit there and, and watched them across the bay as they did their practice. It's it's pretty uh, pretty amazing to watch. Catch any red catch any redfish? No, I didn't. Um, I caught well. I, now I caught some uh, gray snapper, and I yeah. caught some uh, angelfish. Yep. Uh, uh, sheephead, another. I love Fort Pickens, man. That place. That place is beautiful. The fort's nice. I love it. We're all over it. We want all over that place. Some big cannons yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah well, we we, we enjoy it down here. We've had a we've kept a camper down here in storage up in uh, Milton. What they charge you down there? Right on. Well, when I stay up here at Milton, it's uh, for storing a camper. It's sixty dollars a month. Uh, well, it's actually fifty six or fifty seven. I just say sixty. And uh, when we yeah. drive down here from Tennessee, it takes us seven hours. And with eight and eight yeah. hours, the camper is set up on a campsite, and we're ready to enjoy the the rest of the weekend and everything. So it's um. Now what do you do? It's pretty convenient. What do you do? Us. Hop down on. You hop down through Chattanooga and go down that way and hit sixty five or what? No, we go down to Huntsville and cut across Huntsville and, and hit sixty five there in Huntsville, and uh, shoot okay. straight down and then get off. Uh, and head in through Bruton and come the back way. Uh, yeah, when you get off at Bruton, uh, you're only about 50 miles from Milton, but the uh, it, it cuts off about 40 miles. It's 40 miles longer to go further on down to 65 and then head I-10 and come across. Yeah, you want to go to Mobile. Uh, that, that's about 45, 50 miles out of the way. So yeah, we, we kind of we avoid we doing that. Yeah. yeah, that's how we do it. Uh, yeah. There's a big old love truck stop on your right. We go left. Yeah. Yeah. Done it a bunch of times. Yeah. I like Milton. I like. Yeah, that's. I like uh, Navarre. You know, we love the area. We do too. We we like we like Navarre Beach in that area. And uh, yeah. um, matter like of fact, if you head out of. What's that restaurant there on the pier next to the pier? Right there next to the pier. Oh gosh, I don't I don't remember the name of it, but it's a it's a great place to place to eat. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, We like a little restaurant down here for. We like the East Bay Crab House. Right there, East East Bay Crab House. Um, no, I don't think I have. Where is it? Yo, it's uh, about. Three miles outside of the bar, going up toward Hurlburt on your left. Oh, okay. Delicious food, buddy. Delicious mm-hmm. food. Okay. Hurlburt's got out. a nice campground. Hurlburt's got a nice campground. Do they? The Air Force Base got a hell of a campground. Brand new. Yeah. Is that the one on the north side of the base? Uh, yeah, it's right there. Next, you go in. Uh, you go both entrances. You go up. You go around the runway, like you're going over to the PX, and uh, okay. you skip wrap around and run you right into it. It's nice. But, I, I mean, it's kind of a big deal, yet. but yeah, check it out. You guys will like it. Yeah. 
You guys will like it. You know, I mean, it's we live. We, we enjoy it down here. We enjoy you know going to the different military bases sometimes and and camping out on them. Uh, if you're ever up this way and you want a real neat little kind of one that not too many people will know about, there's an area uh, just in well, it's halfway between Manchester and Tullahoma, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and uh, it's called Arnold Air Force Station uh, or ADC. Okay, oh, yeah. And uh, they have got right on the lake some wonderful campsites with full hookups. And it's like, um, I think if I remember correctly, theirs was only 15 or $18 a night. They only got maybe, oh, 50, 75 at the most sites uh, overlooking the lake. Got a little swimming beach there. Uh, got a dock. If you have a boat, you can you know use that. And then over by the what they call the Lake Club, which is used to be the Officer Club and NCO Club, they now call it the Lakeside Club. And uh, over there, they have a rec, um, a recreational department, and they've got everything you can rent: uh, fishing boats, ski boats, all the ski equipment. Uh, they've got wow. uh, pontoon boats. Um, they, you know, canoes, uh, paddle boats, everything. And uh, you know, you can lake, really you can go out there and stay four or five days. And they got a motel there called the Wings. And I think the yeah. Wings are about seven dollars, eighty dollars a night for a room for two adults with a king size bed. Not but uh, it's it's right there in the. Uh, same area right on the lake. All right, folks. Now we're talking about this stuff. You got, if you're 100 percent or you're retired from the military, you're you're entitled to stay at these places. You know, absolutely. And, uh, you know, take advantage of your benefits. You know, there's, I mean, you can travel anywhere. You know, and uh, you know, like you can even go to California and stay at these places. Seal Beach has got a beautiful campground. Uh, I tell you, one well, I got a I got an email a couple of years ago. Well, I guess it's been about three or four years ago. We went over to Hawaii. James went over. They went over a different time. It's the same year, though. And we stayed at the Haukoa, uh on Waikiki yeah. Beach. And I got an email from them. Yeah. During the month of October, they have a special for disabled veterans. And you can have an ocean view room for, um, I think it was $123 a night on Waikiki Beach. Now any other hotel right through there is going to charge you five or six hundred dollars for that same room. So yeah. that's really a, a great deal for a disabled veteran. Now, the Hanako was kind of yeah. similar to Shades of Green, man. They really catered enough to the veterans and there. Correct. And, uh, it, that two them two organizations have got it going on. We love Shades of Green. We're going to go to Hawaii and stay at the Hanakoa here in the next couple of years. If we can afford it because it's uh, air affairs the biggest thing going there, you know. That's that's the biggest thing, the biggest expense. I was and and if you're over there, if you if you go uh, if you actually go over to the Big Island, uh, where um, the volcano is, they have an old army barracks and an army. Uh, I guess it used to be an army training facility, and they still yeah. have the the. They took the houses, the officers' houses. And turned them into cottages and cabins, 
And I think we stayed over there, and we got a two-bedroom cabin with with a kitchen and living room and bath. And I I may be wrong, but I think it's fifty-five dollars a night. Uh, you can't beat that in Hawaii. No way. No, no. You can't and you're no right there the at the. You're right there at the. Oh, it's called Camp Kilauea. Camp Kilauea, yep. and it's right there at the Kilauea volcano. Um, and uh, we haven't stayed one, but we know that we noted there's a an Air Force base uh, there on that on that same Hawaiian island. That's out in the direction of the, I think they call it the uh, the north face where the big uh, waves come in. Yeah, and I understand they, that one of the Air Force bases there have about 25 or 30 cabins on the beach where you can actually yeah. stay, and it's it's very inexpensive. Bellows, I think Bellows has got one too there. Bellows Beach. Probably. Yeah, I'm not familiar with all of them around there, but I know there's a lot of Navy and a lot of Air Force and and some Army that you can you can get in and stay at. So you know you you need to take advantage of that, guys, if you get the opportunity to uh, to do that. Um, and and if you're close, if you're 90 percent, you need to check out and see what it's going to take to get you to that hundred and go for it. IU bets will qualify too, you know, if you get their IU that they'll still qualify for it too. Yeah. So that's a yeah. Only they get that only get is get the ID card and that's what puts you in the gate. That's the biggest Correct. issue. Unless you're a retired military, don't worry about it. But uh, yeah. I tell you, man, what you guys do with these claims help these veterans out, man, that's that's a pretty good deal. I mean you and James have been you can pat yourself on the back 'cause a lot of folks do it different, you know. I know a lot of claims agents and, you know, things like that. A lot of attorneys and stuff would do it, and they just file the claims and kind of sit back, and it just takes a lot of time. Of course, you know, the VA's got their they got their weights that everybody has to go through, but, you know, if you do things the right way, you can bypass all that weight. Uh, that's and true. Basically, you really you, can. You know, and, you know you're, you're basically, you know, if you're intelligent enough to do this and to use the regulations, you know, per se, you know, as to how the claim pertains, as long as you understand the veteran's medical information. If you understand that and you put it with the claim situation, it goes forward with the claim. You're actually doing the Raiders' job for them. Absolutely. So you make their job easy so they approve it. You don't give them any choice but to accept what you say. And uh, that is one of the most important parts about it. You do the work ahead of time. You know, you still get it. If you did all the work after you got rejected, and you saw what they needed, and then you went and got it. But you've created yourself a, a quite a long delay, uh, maybe a year or two yeah. or more. Um, you know, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited. Uh, yeah, last, you ever last, thought about uh, coming? Go ahead. Okay, last, uh, three weeks ago, I had a gentleman that got his um, – Second loss of foot and got his uh, housing grant, and he was the 150th veteran that I've helped receive some type of a benefit. It might have been just a 50% or 100 plus, or now in this case, uh, you know that got him up to the 
to two L's, um, and he received that housing, uh, adaptive housing grant. And uh, the first one, when he had the first loss of foot, we got him the $20,000 car grant. He got him a new car. They put a ramp on the back of it for his scooter, I mean a lift, and, uh, you know, got his scooter and everything. And now he lost the use of his second one. We plied again. It really, he turned it in. It took him less than 90 days to get it approved because we did a lot of the lead work for there. He went in there with two doctor's letters from outside of the VA. Now, the VA doctor said that he had drop foot, sent him for it, got him the AFO brace. But then we went to two doctors outside of the VA and have him get letters from them agreeing with the VA doctor. So he had three doctors in agreement, and it was that made it almost impossible for the for the claims division to turn it down. Right. Hey, Gerald, are you there, Gerald? Yeah, yeah. Take over, man. I got I got to step away from it, man. Take over, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in a second. So okay. where, where where are we? <laughs> Can, can you well, we were that? we were talking about what we need to do to to research claims and how to build your claim. You know that's important. Is regardless of whether or not you're going for your first claim or you're going for your second or third, how you build your claim, you want to build it with enough information and enough evidence to make it almost impossible for the for the VA to turn it down. And that that's one of the big keys right there. Well, yes, it is. And you know what? They're going to a fully developed appeal. Have you read on those? Yes, I have. And uh, also that fully developed appeal, there's another part that they're going to as well. It's called a fully developed increase. For example, let's say a gentleman has uh, was diagnosed with diabetes and neuropathy, and they gave him a 10% on each foot. Well, now the neuropathy has worsened, so he goes back to his primary care doctor, his di- diabetic doctor, and if you feel like your feet have gotten worse since your last uh, exam or since yeah. your previous rating, you can ask them, or is my has my feet gotten worse? And if they say yes, will you put that in your notes? Just ask them, will you put that in your notes? And to what degree or how much they've gotten worse? Well, if your primary care doctor does it, that's fine. If your podiatrist does it, that's fine. If your diabetic doctor does it, that's okay too. And then you get those information, you print out what those doctors said, and you request an increase in your benefits, and it's fully developed. You have three letters from three different doctors within the VA, or you make yeah. copies of your My Healthy Vet notes, and you got it there. You highlight it. You mark it where they said the, that the, that the, it's gotten worse, and you turn that as, in as a fully developed uh, uh, increase. increase and they have to look at that and make a decision within 30 days. I'll be. Now, I hadn't heard about the increase part. 
I had the uh, uh, bills, and I kind of suspect that they fully develop a pill if they find any little thing going, you know, that ain't kosher or they don't like, then they're going to change, convert it over to a regular pill. I think you're correct. I, I... you know, I I kind of smell a rat there. <laughs> uh, well, it makes them look good or sound good, but, yeah, I think you're exactly right. If there's a form that they wanted filled out which you didn't know about or they didn't tell you about, or if they wanted a doctor to say a certain thing uh, and yeah. the doctor didn't say it exactly how they want it, like, for example, you and I have talked before on this show when we're talking about Agent Orange. You can't yes. say that Agent Orange causes diabetes. What you have to say, what the doctor has to say, it's as likely as not that your diabetes was caused by Agent Orange because there's no medical history where anyone has been able to say for sure that Agent Orange caused diabetes. There is 85% chance if you were exposed to Agent Orange, you'll come down with diabetes. But it's not 100%. So if a doctor says it's 100%, then they're going to kick it out because there's no proof that uh, by 100% that Agent Orange causes diabetes. So yeah. it's really important, that wordage, that it's as likely as not that the veteran being exposed to Agent Orange created his diabetes. So you know, you're, you're correct on that, little bitty words. Oh, yeah, boy, they can slip them in on you. Uh, I've had them on forms, like you, you might have a VA form uh, uh, 102.14, and they'll change it on you to 102.14a. <laughs> I bet that happened to me. Uh, yeah. You know, and it's the same doggone form. Yes, it is. But that, and they'll throw it in the trash. And, and you know, a veteran. Yeah, I think you're right. I, th- I think there's going to you know, what's the old saying? If it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, might be a duck. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think that's exactly. I think that's exactly what you have there, and I think that's what we're going to see. We're going to have people um, turning in these fully developed, as they call them, fully a, developed uh, appeal. uh, cases for appeals, and they're not going to be fully developed, and they're going to get kicked out, and and uh, we're going to see the backlog continue being, uh, you know, two, three, four years before you get a chance to get the appeal heard. Well, my my thinking was, how can you, uh, if you have to go into an appeal, it's because your claim was denied, and whether it's your fault or the VA's fault, it was denied. Uh, to appeal that, you, how can you come back with a fully developed uh, appeal? You're going to be missing something. Well, because I don't know how you can because with every with every appeal, you 
Yeah, with every appeal, remember, with every appeal, you have to have some form of new evidence, whether it's a letter from somebody else, whether it's a yeah. uh, doctor's letter or a new doctor's exam from the primary care or the specialist seeing over your condition. But there has That's to right. be, when you do an appeal, there has to be additional evidence presented, which means so, that evidence has to be turned in when you do the appeal to make it fully developed. If you do a, an appeal and you haven't turned evidence in, they have the right to reject it again within 30 days. Uh, and they and you do have you can get that letter in a little later, but if the if your name and number has come up between the time that you started getting your letter and you get it turned in, then that's not a fully developed claim, and they'll kick it over to the standard claim area. Yeah, I think that's going to happen quite a bit. Uh, I won't be surprised to see it, that a lot of these fully developed appeals fall apart. Uh, first of all, I mean, in in some cases here, for instance, on mine, it took years uh, beating on the VA to get them to release the data. Now, when I first done my first appeal, it was that I wasn't, you know, I didn't have. So, uh, I mean, you can look at that and say, heck, uh, how you going to have a fully developed appeal if you don't know what you're missing? Well, you know, I've got a situation right now. This guy cannot have a fully developed appeal. Now he has he has a heart condition, he has diabetes, and he has colon cancer. He was in the Air Force, he was in special operations, and they claim your your case was closed and is considered top secret and uh we cannot open it or provide any information about it. So we went to the congressman and the congressman finally got it released. But the entire report, 90% of it is blackened out. Yeah, It's all about where he was and what he did and everything. And other than that, the only thing you could tell was that he was in the Air Force between this date and that date. You can't tell where he was or what he did. So what we have done, don't know it hadn't, hadn't come up yet, what we did, we went and got his pay history. Now, your pay history, based on the codes, will tell you that you were in a war zone or in a hazardous duty pay zone, as it's referred to. And what that does then, when we turn that in and say, here, here's where he was. He was on these special assignments, which they won't admit where it was. But here's where he was paid hazardous duty during that time. Now, that being said, in... April of 1971 to, to uh, March of 72, he received this hazardous duty pay. And here it is where they paid him and the amount they paid him. Now, during that date, there was only one place that he could be stationed to receive that type of pay, and that would be the Republic of Vietnam. 
So well, that's that what we're having. That's what we did with case. him. And, I'm sorry? That kind of would prove his case up then, wouldn't it? Or hell? Well, we hope so. We don't know. We haven't gotten, he hasn't gotten the approval on it yet. But in my opinion, it proves his case, and we prove it with their own documentation. Well, that's right. You know, um, we didn't. You know, we got the documentation of the doctors that says that he that he has a heart condition and says he has diabetes and says he has colon cancer. And actually, matter of fact, uh, this week I think it is this week or the end of this week or the first of next week. He's going to have to have surgery uh, to try to. He's already been through the chemo and things. Uh, so you know, I mean, what 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 else can you say? I mean, it all matches up. And then when you have the uh, fi- the financial backing from the government's uh, pay records, then uh, that, in my opinion, that proves the case. Otherwise, they better tell us why. If he wasn't in Vietnam, why did he receive hazardous duty pay? That's right. Well, he may be yeah. on something there. Makes sense. Well, we we you know we I'm going to give our congressman Congressman Desley, uh here for Franklin County, Tennessee, uh, has done a wonderful job. Him and his staff by helping us get that information. We have gotten it on uh, three other veterans, and the other two got approved. So yeah. this one is a little is a little more uh, because of the cancer and everything else. And 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 I'm assuming I have to assume they will take and move in the same direction. But um, thanks to Congressman Desjardins and his office and his staff working with me, um, we've been able to uh, get two others approved based on using that that information. You know, along with the doctor's reports. Well, uh, you sound like you'll know pretty soon. We should. Uh, we should. It's I been, don't see uh, it's, how it, they can actually. You know what can they say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know the BA yeah, can say whatever they want. <laughs> well, that's true. But basically, uh, and even if they were, in, even if he was in Cambodia. Uh, that was still behind enemy lines in an area where they used Agent Orange. So even well, if they said, well, he wasn't in Vietnam, he was in Cambodia, well, that's okay. They had it there, too. They used it there, too. So go ahead and give it to him. Yeah, well, we're just saying, we didn't say he was in Vietnam. We just said he was he was behind enemy lines, uh, which you have also agreed with by blacking out and blocking his uh, the information out of his military records. Um and you're claiming them they were top secret, still 50 years later, um, what's the problem, you know? Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you got to just figure out a way on how to, how to get around all that stuff and what, what information and where can you get it? And th- that's probably one of the better places to do it. Well, I hope the hell he gets it. Well, you know, I hope every veteran that has a problem and, and deserves a claim gets it, you know. Me too. Uh, you know, it, it, 
if if we can help, if James, I know how James feels. If James and I can help in any way, you know, don't hesitate to call. I, I, I've given out my phone number before with you. You know, they can reach me. I'll get to you now if somebody wants to jot it down and and call me and, and talk. It's nine three one three zero eight eight nine one four, and I I would be glad to discuss anyone's claim and find out if if we think that there's an opportunity that that you can extend it or, or appeal it and uh, see if we can figure out what it is that you would need to uh, to be able to do that. Well, at any rate, I'm sure glad you come on the show, Ray. You've given well, thank you for having me. I always enjoy talking with you guys. Well, it's... Uh, it's good information that anybody can use. That's that's in your breath of fresh air, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now I know some good camping spots. You know. Yes, sir. Well, I mean, it's. <laughs> I might want hey, to go camping. I'll come and get you, Gerald. We'll go to the show on the beach. <laughs> yeah, there you well, go. That I you what, we'll get James, and we'll all. We'll all meet down here, and, and we'll probably try to get maybe one or two of the Blue Angels to, to join us on the show. We'd really have a good show then. Well, we would, yeah. We could just do the show and get, let, get, them, get them fly us around. We'll do the show from the cockpit. <laughs> well, I don't know if you'd get me in one of them things or not. <laughs> I, I, you know, there was at one time I would have done that, but I won't do that now. <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, that F eight that F eighteen Hornet's a bad boy. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. just watch them suckers. You can see how bad that plane is. I mean, I hate to be an enemy. I'd hate to be the enemy because yeah. them things can stop on a dime, turn on a dime, and when they get going, by God, they get going. And they yeah. go straight up just like a rocket. Fifteen hundred yeah. mile an hour. Yeah. yeah. Stop on a dime, man. I don't see how the guys do it in Jesus pool. Paint me yellow and call me chicken. I'd get him one. I'd like to fly yeah. one. Well, I'd like to fly yeah, one. Yeah, there was a time I would have done that. Ten miles <laughs> an hour, I'd be all right. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, if I got in there with those guys you. from the Blue Angels, I'd have to have a bark bag with me. Because the first time he oh, made yeah. a sharp right turn or left turn, I'd lose it all. Yeah, I'd need a <laughs> trash bag. Yeah. <laughs> my, stomach ain't, my stomach ain't that big no more, so I'd probably survive. <laughs> <laughs> if you see James, it's a good show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, I bet he got involved. He, you know, he's been. Uh, um, I think I'll go ahead and say it. J- James James has not been doing very well lately, um, and yeah. uh, he's been having some heart issues. Uh, and I think yeah. he's going to have a have to have some work done. Uh, I think they plan on doing it sometime in November, if I remember correctly. Well, like a, uh, so right time, it's not too far down the road. So um, he's, you know, I'm not for sure. You know, he's got a uh, a pacemaker, and he's got a fibrillator, and uh, 
to be real honest, basically uh, the defibrillator month before last had to kick in 80 times during the month to keep his heart going yeah. and regulated. So um, and that's a lot. They've changed his medicine, and it has shown a lot of improvement. But they're still going yeah. to have to do, uh, you know, do a little bit of uh, opening up or cleaning out. I'm not sure exactly what the plan is at this point, and I'm not sure that they know exactly what the plan is. But they're going to be, they're going well, to be we'll working say on a prayer it. For him, and, buddy. Uh, hopefully, yeah, we'll, we'll keep him in the prayers in the future, and uh, uh, hopefully the they get that straightened out. The James, we were planning that show, and he just laughed at me. We got to laughing so hard. I don't know which one of us was hurting the worst. But uh, yeah, I was supposed to ask you a question. He told me about that. <laughs> a, a and and I, I, he told me to ask you about. I can't remember what it was I was supposed to ask you. <laughs> a redneck fibulator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him, that was it. That was it. <laughs> told him to get a twelve volt battery with two. Two lines running off from it. Yeah, and he told me where you said to put one of the lines, too. Put put one up his butt and suck on the other one when he needs a joke. (laughs) And and touch the other one to his tongue, isn't that what you told him? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he... Jerry, you probably need two 12 volt batteries and put them in tandem, make it 24 volts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we got uh, laughing about that. That was horrible. <laughs> I heard for two days. <laughs> Ray, you enjoy yourself down there, man. You guys ought to run over at East Bay Crab House and eat dinner one night. You guys will love that place. Okay, we we may try to do that, and uh, we're going to yeah. be down here till Monday, and uh, okay. we go go back home Monday. But we're going to uh, we're going to just kind of, we haven't been down here much this summer, so we're going to take a take three or four days and and kind of lay out on the beach and, uh, and do some stuff. You know, uh, James and I are both on our adaptive housing. My, his has started; they have gotten underway on his, and uh, I think uh, mine is. Uh, Probably go to get done, or they're going to probably get started on in about a month. Uh, by the time we get the paperwork done, yeah, you get it all approved. They're going to put bigger doors. They're going to put bigger doors and stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. They're going to. uh, I need to have a back exit off of my bedroom at that end of the house in case of a fire. So they're going to knock out a window and put me in the thirty-six inch door. And then I'm going to have a screened-in porch put in, uh, yeah. and uh, with a ramp going down onto my patio, so that I'll be yeah. able to uh, get out and get down and get out in the way. And then my yeah. exit door, we have a a garage that we turned in a man cave, and I stay there 80 percent of the time. And we're going to have to knock out that door and put in a 36 uh, inch door. And then uh, the medical group, the prosthetics group, uh, matter of fact, this week, we have just got through building a, uh, well, we had to expand the door going into our kitchen 36 inches. 
And now the medical yeah. group has we've just finished building a five foot platform with steps going down for everyone else. But they're going to put me a power lift in the room there so that I can ride my scooter up. They'll lift me up to the same level with the rest of my home, and I'll be able to go through and, and ride my scooter throughout the house, which now I have no way to get it, you know, back to the bathroom or the bedroom or anything like that. So uh-huh. um, we got the platform finished you yesterday, and it's supposed to be carpeted tomorrow. And then we'll have a uh-huh. lift put in, hopefully within about three or four weeks, and we can start using it. Good. Good. Did they put your shower in? Uh, no. Uh, this is actually going to be a uh, parallel platform lift, um, which mm-hmm. will raise me straight up, uh, even with it, and I just drive my scooter in. Uh, the chair lift, we still didn't have any way to get the. Um, Scooter up onto the floor level So the only way to do that is put a Parallel platform lift And so it raises you got a one story, Straight up uh, I'm sorry You got a one story or two story house It's a one story It's taking me out of my garage Up to the main level Yeah, yeah. And uh, then I'll drive through on that so then I'll have two ways to get Once this is all finished, I'll have two ways to get into the house and two ways to get out of it. All right, good deal. Sounds like you got got it going on, buddy. You know, you know, you you entitled them benefits, and you guys know how to use them. And uh, you know, I'm proud of you. That's a, you know, that's something that you you know, you see a lot of veterans don't understand this stuff. And but you guys are spreading the word and keep up the good work. Well, you know, that, that's the thing. Work. If that's we do it thing. and we've done it, then we can tell and help others on how to do it. And uh, once you get that, once you get the right momentum going, and, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, sometimes it's as simple on these, these adaptive housing and getting to R1. You've got to do it in a sequence. And you've got to make sure that what you're getting, your loss of use of two is not the same thing that your aid and attendance is based on because if it is they can't what they call double dip so they can't pay you both and the loss of use of two pays more than aid and attendance so they will take the standard aid and attendance away from you so you got to make sure that your aid and attendance is based on something different than what you have your loss of use on yep that's true that's true, folks. Listen to the man, folks. He knows what he's talking about. Uh, well, Gerald, well, yeah, well, we're, we're talking. We're talking to totally the out of time here. <laughs> well, enjoyed talking with both of you. If you have any questions or if anybody sends you any emails, please don't hesitate to forward them to me and and uh, and James, and we will be glad to. Uh, we talk to each other all the time about cases, what he will be working on, or what I'm working on. And we share information and and what is working or what somebody at the VA has told us. And we share that information with each other, and we're glad to share it with you and anyone else as well. So, well, that's good. Thanks for having me on. And, uh, uh, Tell hopefully James everything's we're praying okay with, for him. I will. I will. I will probably call him tonight and uh, uh, just to see what happened. Uh, he may have gotten tied up at, at the hospital today or something. So uh, 
we'll 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 get in touch with him and I'll tell him that y'all said hello and that y'all are thinking about it. Okay. You have a safe deal. trip back there. You have a safe trip back Monday, buddy. And enjoy enjoy the area down there. We like it. We love it down there. <laughs> I I will try my best for sure. And thanks a lot. Right. And we will guys will talk to you later. Okay. Thanks a lot, Ray. Thank you. And that'll be it, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Come back next week. We'll try to do another show. You've been listening to the Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio Show, sponsored by Hadit.com. All opinions expressed here are the opinions of the individuals appearing on the show and are not the opinions of Hadit.com or Blog Talk Radio. Tune in next time for another edition of Hadit.com Blog Talk Radio and the Ask Bachelor Show. <laughs>